It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome again. Matt Hausman, your host for the Smart Money Questions podcast. I want to share a little milestone as I'm recording this on a Monday. So on Wednesday, Maggie and I will have uh, been together for 20 years, two decades. And we were talking over the weekend, uh, Maggie and I, and just kind of thinking about, holy cow, 20 years and, and going back and thinking about like getting married and leading up to that, you know, you, you're wanting and you're praying and you're hoping for, you know, to obviously grow old together, but you're not necessarily thinking about getting old. We were joking. It's like my mind still tells me I'm 28, 30, but my body isn't necessarily telling us that now. Um, we actually went out and, and did a little training on Saturday and we woke up on Sunday thinking, I think we went a little bit too far. <laughs> so anyway, 20 years in on this Wednesday, something um, we are uh, extremely happy about. And uh, Looking forward to the next 20 for sure. Okay, so um, I'm going to jump into a couple things today that uh, uh, one in particular is extremely important, and I talk about this all the time, but I want to be able to describe to you in the event that you do not place a priority on this, the potential fallout and issues that you are going to have to deal with or your loved ones, if this is not taken care of, can be um, quite a problem, quite a pain in the butt, to be honest. And then we're, I'm going to talk about many times a question I get from people that are engaging with us and, and how I, over the course of really the last year, how I'm going to take that question and kind of go in a different direction with it in speaking with a lot of our clients that I think is very encouraging for those that are, that are listening. So before we jump into that, let's make sure we deal with a disclaimer. Please don't take any of the information or ideas or suggestions that I offer in today's show as direct advice for you. Please use it as information and education that you then can discuss with your advisor. Now, if you don't have an advisor or you would like for us to be your advisor, I'm more than happy to have that conversation with you. And it's real simple. All you have to do is go to www.speakwithmat.com. That's www.speakwithmat.com. And my online scheduler is right there. You can go right in. You can schedule a 15 or 30-minute phone conversation. And quite frankly, at the end of that first call, we're going to have a good idea. Does it make sense to have a second conversation? So again, very low-key. Go right into the online scheduler. You don't even have to get on the phone with anyone to schedule this. So again, speakwithmat.com, www.speakwithmat.com and schedule it there. So, all right, let's go ahead and get on to today's show. All right, so first of all, let me let me give you a quote that I came across uh, the other day from Thomas Edison, and it says, opportunity is missed by many because it is dressed in overalls and looks like work. (laughs) So, the reason I bring that up right now is I want to make sure that, again, I am addressing something that is extremely important, and yes, it is going to have overalls on and it's going to look like work. And many times people do not want to talk about this. Many times because 
It's dealing with our own mortality, and that is making sure that our legal documents are up to date, our beneficiary designations are up to date. So, in the event something happens, especially with the legal documents, it doesn't necessarily have to be death. It can be a disability, especially if the disability creates where you are not able to do things on your own. So let me, let's talk about what I'm talking about. First of all, updated legal documents. Obviously, that is a will. By the way, for compliance purposes, I'm not an attorney. So obviously, you're going to have to work with an attorney. If you don't have one, reach out to us, speakwithmat.com. We can assist you in finding an estate attorney to help put these together. You want to have an updated will, right? And this is something that really should be looked at once every couple years, or especially if there is a life-changing event where that person is mentioned in the will. You want to make sure that your power of attorneys or a power of attorney is up to date. This is extremely important, especially in the event you become incapacitated. Extremely important. And then the last one is your medical directive. In the event something happens to you, you want to make sure that you're taking control now. Well, you're of sound mind, blah, 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 that kind of stuff. And making sure that the people that are going to be viewing that document are going to carry out your wishes that are described there. But let me tell you a couple stories where if these aren't taken care of, it can really create a problem. I was speaking with someone the other day, uh, a woman, and she had she'd been through a divorce uh, quite a while ago, uh, two, three, four years ago. And what ended up happening is in the divorce, there was, you know, as normal, there is a financial settlement. And she ended up transferring, you know, those assets came out of like joint accounts, what have you. And now they're going into accounts just for her. Well, she ended up using the same advisor that was with her and her ex-husband. But when the advisor transferred those assets, this is really hard to believe, they did not include any beneficiary designations on the account. So we were just talking about legal documents, and now we're talking about your financial assets. Having a beneficiary designation is extremely important because you are instructing that financial institution on where to send that money. It bypasses probate, doesn't have to go through the will. But in the event that there is not a beneficiary designation or it is written out to your estate, then that means all of that has to go now through probate. And if you don't have updated wills, now that creates a big problem. So beneficiary designations on your financial accounts, your 401k, your savings, your checking, life insurance, if you have annuities, safety deposit box, all of those type of things need to have updated beneficiary forms on there to bypass probate. Okay. Now, the other one is recently we had a client whose mom had passed away without a will. So what does that mean? Now it's called intestate. And essentially... Now, the court has, and this is different in every state, but they're going to have a a protocol as to how the assets are distributed to the various heirs that are are still living. But you have to go through the court system. It's going to create time and it's going to create money. Why? Because an attorney, I would highly recommend, an attorney is going to be needed to assist you in that process when, in this case, the mother died without a will to be able to present to the court, okay? 
The next is the power of attorney. So I had, a, I had somebody reach out to me at the first of the year, and long story short, the quick explanation was, hey, listen, can you assist? Um, we're going to end up having to put my mom into a memory care facility. The first thing I said, do you have all the legal documents up to date? Most importantly, the power of attorney. Power of attorney was not up to date. They weren't sure when the mother was going to have to go into the memory care but she ended up having to go sooner than what they had anticipated. Well, now, without a power of attorney, it creates an enormous problem for the heirs there. In this case, how in the world are we going to pay for mom's care? We have to be able to you know, write checks, move money, what have you. So again, it is so important to make sure that your legal documents are up to date, will, power of attorney, and your medical directive, and on your financial assets that you have updated your beneficiary forms. Because think about this. If you don't have beneficiaries designated on your accounts and you don't have an updated will or you don't even have a will, and God forbid something happens, now all of that just becomes a big convoluted mess for your heirs. So again, I'm not an attorney, but if you would like for us to assist you in that, reach out to us, speakwithmat.com. Again, www.speakwithmat.com. More than happy to help you either if you already have an attorney you're working with or if you'd like for us to help you find an attorney, be your advocate, work through that process to make sure that those get up to date. I can't tell you how important it is. All right. So listen, this is a question that I get many times over the course of the last 10 years where it's... uh, Someone has come into the office, they're, you know, they're, we're kind of going through the process, does it make sense for us to work together? And many times the question that I will get is, Matt, what does your average client look like? And I know right away what they're talking about. What they're talking about is financially, what does your average client have and do I measure up with the crowd? And what I usually explain is, listen, we have clients of all sizes financially, all different financial means. There's so much more to it than just the money that's invested. We talk about the income sources as a key component. You know, for instance, uh, just had a client in the other day and we were going over different accounts that they have with us. And and one thing that was said that is really true in this case, um, very good pension, very good social security. But the comment was, you know, I might feel a little differently based on our investments that we have, based on what we were talking about there is risk. I'd feel a little different, maybe meaning more conservative, if I didn't have the pension. And my comment was, absolutely. I mean, you're looking at that pension is a million dollar investment to you. So it's not on your balance statement right now, your balance sheet, but it definitely is part of your income sources. So when we look at that, there's so much more to what the average client is, you know, but, but it's a question we get all the time. And then I started thinking about talking with clients over the last year, especially over the last year with everything that's gone on, lockdowns, pandemic, what have you. And I realized in talking with them that the vast majority of our clients do share something in common. And it's the characteristics that they have. For instance, a glass half full mentality positive outlook towards the future, even in the midst of a pandemic. I went back and looked at notes from a year ago right now when we were in the thick of it, right? A strong work ethic. This is interesting. Whether they are working or retired, they still have a strong, strong work ethic. A feeling of gratitude, coachability, consistent learning, 
not falling into the media, all different types of media, politics, money, all of that, not allowing someone else to control their ongoing perception moving forward. And then I went back and I looked, and you know what was interesting is this was regardless of the financial education that they have. We have clients that span from high school and college dropouts all the way to PhDs, MDs, engineers, and everything in between. Yet, in speaking with them, they all shared those different characteristics that I was talking about. So when you talk about the average client, when someone asks me that, this is what I'm going to refer to is that when I, when I talk to all the different clients, and by the way, it doesn't matter where they live. As I've mentioned, we have clients, I don't know, 11, 12 states now. It doesn't matter if they're way out west, if they're down south, if they're in, you know, in the northeast, it doesn't matter. They all still share that idea of a glass half full, positive outlook, work ethic, gratitude. Gratitude, I, this was interesting because I've been doing something that one of my mentors gave me. I'm on my... Uh, my second 30 days, and it's called the 30-Day Gratitude Challenge. And there's a little exercise that you get up and you do every day. I went back and I thought about the conversations I've had just with clients over the course of the last two and a half weeks. And every single one of them mentioned being grateful for where they are today. And by the way, the other thing is, now that I think about over the course of the last year, is that there have, we've had some clients that have gone through some, through some really hard times difficult times, whether it was dealing with personal health or the health of a, of a loved one, whether it was dealing with some financial issues, they've all had to deal, not all, many of them have had to deal with those type of issues, yet their mindset has still been positive moving forward. And I think that's really interesting. So that's what I'm going to start to reflect on when someone asks me, Matt, what's your average client look like? Is because I think it's so important for us to recognize it's not the amount of money that we have, but it's our overall mindset and how we're using money as a tool to accomplish what we're wanting money to do. And I thought about this. Success has so many different definitions. I would ask you, what's your definition of success? I'll give you myself for an example. I remember being in high school and I grew up in Many, many of the kids I went to school with, they came from money, and in some cases, serious money. And so all I ever thought I wanted was the aspect of having a bunch of money for the things that that money could provide. But as I've gotten older, for instance, just talking about, about Maggie and I being together for 20 years, that is success. That has nothing to do with money, because Lord knows over the course of the last 20 years, financially, Maggie and I have had ups and downs financially. But it's a success to come, and all of a sudden, we're 20 years here, looking forward to the next 20. So I would challenge you, again, this goes to a little bit of overall, a little bit of work, is it's so important for you to define what success is and what it means to you, and then the money follows. And again, going back and talking to you know, all of the clients, especially over the course of the last year, I realized that that's the same characteristics that I mentioned earlier that almost all of them have. And interestingly enough, it doesn't matter what age they are because we have younger clients to older clients. We have clients that are still working, got 20, 30 years to work. We got clients that have been retired for 10 to 15 years. All of them, they all share that. They, they share that same characteristic. So didn't mean to go off on a tangent there, but I, I, it really came to me and uh, over the weekend. And I think part of it is a book that I've been recommending 
that I just recently finished is called The Giant Killer. It's free if you're an Amazon Prime member, and also the film documentary is on uh, Prime Video. But it's the story of the shortest Green Beret in military history at only four foot nine. His name was Richard Flattery. And it talks about the perseverance he had during his military service and continued work with other different various military-type organizations. And I don't remember, he was, he was the recipient of some Purple Hearts, Bronze Stars, like, I mean, numerous. They call it the salad. I didn't know that until I was reading the book, the salad that all the medals that he would have. But one of the things that was on there was the idea of his perseverance. It took him three years to get over and above where the military would let him come in because they had a height requirement and he didn't meet it. Three years of contacting senators and congressmen and army direct to be able to finally get in to the service and and what it was like for him to go through boot camp and and then the Green Berets and what have you. So I would recommend reading it if if you're into that type of stuff. I really enjoyed it. Um, I think you will as well. By the way, you can get it at any of the other bookstores as well. You're just going to, you know, I don't know what the cost of it is. But but listen, everyone, that's all I've got for today. I hope this has been valuable. Again, I can't stress it enough. Make sure that your legal documents are up to date. Your beneficiaries are designated on all the different accounts you have. That is just so, so important. If you need anything from us, if you have a question or scenario that you would like for us to address on the show, you can do that at sending us an email, info at smartmoneyquestions.com. You can go to smartmoneyquestions.com. There's a place right there to submit that. If you'd like to speak to me personally, you can do that at speakwithmat.com. Again, www.speakwithmat.com. Online calendar is right there. Schedule a time. Or you can just pick the phone up. Our number is 610-719-3003. Listen, everyone, take care. We'll talk soon. I hope this has been valuable.